What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Society 13 Podcast Network. Redefining Podcasts. Society-13.com. I like to listen. Welcome to Channel 9 of the STRY Radio Network, where stories live. Before you listen to this podcast, be aware this show often uses very naughty language. If you don't like that, you shouldn't listen. Send your complaints to I am a whiny baby with no sense of humour at nightstory.com or stop by the studio. I'll take you for a ride to a story of my choosing. And I had the time of my life when I read the story. At the beginning of this episode. How about we just jump into our poems today? What? Yeah, so today we're actually working on our journey as storytellers. And bad singing. Journey and bad singing. Um, and this is episode 514. It's 14. episode 514 of the Ninth Story Podcast. Welcome. Welcome, my friends. I am Jeanette Andromeda. I'm Immortal Alexander. And uh, like I like I said, today our episode is more introspective and kind of talking about where we are and where we want to go as storytellers. And where do you want to go as a storyteller? Where do you want to go? I am very curious. Mm-hmm. Next door to get no. some eggs and, and, and milk. Further. Further? Okay. Much further. Uh, farther, further. To the, What's the uh, difference between those two words? I I don't know. Er. <laughs> farther and further. Farther is like you've gone beyond. You're going. You're going farther down the road. Further is you've gone further than you've ever been before. Yes, more than you wanted. To farther is like I don't know. It's the same fucking word. It really it? is. <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you guys for joining and let's, let's jump into this. Our, our topic really is about our journey today and it's about trying to figure out what our voice is. Yes, that is the goal is finding your voice and we have three sources that we've been really enjoying, uh, and I think it's a really good thing to do because as a writer of anything or creator of anything, you need to find your own distinct voice, whether voice, whether you are an artist, uh, that you are a painter, you draw, you're a musician, you're a writer, uh, a poet, anything you do, you need to find your own specific voice so that people can relate it to you directly. When Stephen King writes, you know, it's Stephen King. 
you know, when any other writer that you really enjoy, it, you're reading their work or you're listening to their music, you know immediately, immediately, English is so hard, immediately <laughs> that, uh, good thing we're not teaching English. Seriously. <laughs> immediately that it is their voice. Uh, it's because it's very distinct. It's very personal. You're very much connecting to it. So how do you find your own voice? So we're using these various three different blogging courses we've been taking. And and that's one thing that I find kind of funny is these courses we've both been taking have, they're not really about writing fiction specifically, but they're writing blogs because we come to this as bloggers in mm -hmm. like this current mindset. So I started a course a year or two ago um, that was Daniela Yusalan. Um, she has a 30-day blog makeover challenge that just totally helped me put into very specific actions what I wanted to achieve with my blog. I definitely need to go through it again because as we're moving forward, we're making some changes throughout all of the things we're doing so that it all kind of coalesces into one message <laughs> because and, we're all over yeah. the place right now. And, and really, these lessons actually work for more than just blogs. Yes. They, they're really just about finding, they're about finding how to be clear and connected. And so a lot of these blogging courses are, I'm voice crack, yay. Uh, these blogging courses are actually really great for writers. There's a lot of different courses out there that you typically wouldn't think would fit for what you're trying to create. Uh, I was originally trying to uh, learn how to be a, a great screenwriter, and I took uh, the Masterclass course for writing on masterclass.com, which I'm not a we're not affiliated with, but I really do enjoy their courses because I wanted to be a, a, screen a better screenwriter, and the course itself was about being a novelist. And which has got what got me on this particular journey because I fell in love with the concept of becoming a novelist since it's better than being a screenwriter in a lot of ways because uh, unless you already have your kind of foot in there and you've already, you know, uh, built your path and, and, and found your way into that industry. As a screenwriter. As a screenwriter, it's just a really difficult uh, industry to break into. Whereas with writing, there really is no bar for entry. It's all about how much work you want to put into it and how much you want to push your your work out there to get people to recognize it. And that's what a lot of these courses have been helpful in, in helping us think about is about our marketing, our brand, you know, like let's toss out some entrepreneurial buzzwords, but they're important. They really are. And especially in where the publishing world is right now slash kind of always has been as a writer, as an author, as a blogger, as a storyteller, you're a lot of us are entrepreneurs and we are our own brands and our stories are our products and if we want to make a living off of this we have to figure out how to be really effective with what we're doing how to really connect with people and how to monetize what we're doing because that is freaking hard man making money feels so challenging sometimes and uh, I actually another course that I've been taking is in um, Connecticut right now, the um, Connecticut Arts Council has put together this series of entrepreneurship for artists workshops called Assets for Artists that I've been going to those um, workshops for. And it's been just really, really helpful to finally hear all the stuff I've been learning from listening to Tim Ferriss with the 4-Hour Workweek, with Pat Flynn, with all of these like entrepreneurial podcasts and these these 
mind leaders, I guess, and, and finally hear it, hey, this is how an artist does this. And what we're kind of hoping to do is kind of help each other. That means you guys, too, to find out how we as storytellers can do this. So what we're going to do is we have these various exercises that have we've kind of drawn in from these various courses that we've been taking. A bunch of them are free. Uh, a lot of these courses, these companies do also have or these individuals do have um, uh, played versions of their mm -hmm. courses as well. So we'll be leaving links to them in the uh, show notes so you guys can find them if you're interested in taking any of these courses. As we're not affiliated, we're not affiliated with any of them, but we really do think they're very helpful. Mm -hmm. And so really what we want to transform this podcast into is something extraordinarily helpful that also uh, we'll still continue to do interviews with various uh, authors. We'll still continue to share our works and others' works in the beginning of the show. And if anybody wants to send something in that they want to share with us and get our opinion on, we can do that you know, mm -hmm. on air in, in a constructive way and just kind of breaking down the good and the bad and, and, and what we think you guys should work on if you want that, if you're interested, which you could also do on our social media post. But we're, right now we're going to focus in on this particular yeah. discussion. And before we move too much further, I do want to mention two of our other sources. One was problogger.com, um, also an amazing podcast that you should all listen to. Um, if you even intend on blogging and I have so many reasons why everyone should have a blog, but problogger.com. And then there's a specific post that I found once upon a time that really helped me. And then the other one, the course that Alex has paid for that also has a 12 day free course Yes, is, um, what was that? The intentional blog with Jeff Goins. So it's, it's kind of interesting how all of these courses kind of start with the same questions, the same projects you know like and that's kind of what we're going to go through it's kind of an am amalgamation of lots of different sources these are just the three ones that really have made an impact on us and we're going to work through these exercises for finding our voice today what i'm going to do after we're done recording today yeah. is take your questions that mm -hmm. you've written and we're going to have on our facebook group um just like a worksheet or a google doc or something that you can download that has the exact same questions that we worked through so you can work through them as well you can play at home too, kids. That's right. We want you to find your voice as well. Don't be silent, friends. So um, we're gonna. I'm gonna go a little out of order because uh, what we're gonna do is um, one of the main things that, that a lot of these blog courses do is you're basically trying to find descriptive words that describes you and your work and how other people see you and all that kind of stuff. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start right off with our own uh, works. Uh, we'll start off with Jeanette's. We'll talk a little bit about those. And then we're going to go into mine and talk a little bit about those. And then we're going to go into the main questions for everything else. But the first is going to be uh, picking a few of our pieces and describing them in three words and what we each chose. So we'll start with Jeanette. And we're actually doing poems today because I write a lot of poetry. <laughs> Me too. Um, and I'm, I'm a little less terrified to share my poetry <laughs> for whatever reason. All right. So I want to start with this one, a love poem, because I'll, I'll explain after. A love poem. I love, adore, and cherish you. You are the night to my stocking, the eerie creaks to the attic of my soul. You are the moon listening to my howling. You are the cover of night to my evening prowling. I love, adore, and cherish you. And that my sweet secret, my cherished chill, my reason for endless eternity. That is why you must remain here. 
locked in here, protected here. I love, adore, and will forever cherish you. <laughs> so uh, this poem I like because it is playful, creepy, and um, rhythmic because it does play with actual rhyme. I was playing with some structure in how things like played together and I liked the play on words. I love poetry that plays with, with its words. Um, and that was one that I felt was actually rather successful. And here's, here's another one. This one is called Recommence. Struggling, slipping slowly out of structure, details swirl in and out of grasp. Little tatters of expectations drift by. Tiny dreams wickedly blown to dust by time and neglect. Minuscule hopes of ever gathering it all back together. Then, looking down at empty hands, realization dawns on me. With empty hands, there's nothing in the way of creating something new. Let the experiments recommence. My writing in general, I, I strive for it to be vivid, musical, and emotional. <laughs> um, because poetry, like we, like we kind of talked about when we had... Um, I, am I have her face. She wrote about Kelpies. Trisha J. Wooldridge. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, sorry, my brain goes visual first and then names after. But when we had Trisha on, we talked about how in her poetry... It was emotions first. It was a moment. It was a vignette. And that's kind of what I also strive to do in my poetry. I want it to be vivid, you know, kind of visually motivated. I want it to have a strong emotion. And I always strive for that kind of musical quality to it. And the reason why we're doing poetry at the beginning of this show is because it's, it's, it's short form. It's mm -hmm. short form writing. And so it's easier for us to break it down into what we think about our own writing. We do have, you know, longer form stories that we've done, but just for the purposes of brevity and in order to keep everything focused today, we're going to be talk sharing various things and talking about various things about how we see ourselves and how others see us and, and how we see our own work and using descriptive words of each of those things to kind of see a commonality between the three different things and finding out exactly who we are. And once you figure out who you are and, and you know, it doesn't have to be extraordinarily tangible. It can be something like just being passionate or something like that, but it's still understanding who you are as a human being and as a writer and how to connect those two things so that you're much more clear with your message. And let's hear some of your poetry. Do you want to finish the rest of your works first or? Oh, I don't know. I have too many, I think. Well, you know. Um, I'll do, I'll do this one. Soft spoken was when I was feeling really, really sad. Mm -hmm. So I'll share that one. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's it's important to be a three dimensional person and being completely honest. And sometimes that means being vulnerable, and that's okay. There are poems you have never read, and I don't think anyone ever will, where I was just being so. <sighs> vulnerable it was too vulnerable to share quite frankly but i have poems kind of locked away in my evernote that, <laughs> that i don't know if i'll ever share but hey it does help to get these words on paper so you can deal with them well when we we pick different topics in later episodes if you're feeling brave and you'd like to share jeanette you can thank you so here is soft spoken 
A little further into her web I'm drawn. The cords cut tight into my skin, and yet I feel nothing. She whispers softly in my ear. The melody of her words slips into my thoughts like water, seeping in, nourishing with venom. My once vibrant thoughts grow stunted, twisted, and proud. They cloud my senses, leaving me blind to the horrors around me, leaving me numb to the shifting of fate, leaving me deaf to the screams for help, leaving me lifeless, yet still thinking I am alive. Melancholy? <laughs> uh, honest. You know, I think it's, it's, if it's, you know, what we, when we write poetry, it's kind of a slice in time of who we were in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, really it's like a slap snapshot slapshot like hockey <laughs> this is not hockey it was a little snapshot of how it was feeling it's, a, it's a little snapshot of who we are in that moment and um, it's it's yeah. it's easier to read and digest and because it's so like every single word is so carefully chosen that it really as a whole really describes who you are and, and how you're feeling in in a very deep emotional way that's not always linear thought and it's about more emotion than linear thought so in that way it's actually even more personal than a full story that has to have a specific pacing and and ha you have to get to a certain place you are already there you are at the end of your journey and and to where you want to be in that moment or where you happen to be in that moment in that piece and so it's just really a, a very honest emotional imaginative slice of you Thanks. Well, I hope you guys don't hate it. <laughs> um, but let's jump into Alexander's stuff. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll, Why not? We'll get three of your poems. So now. yeah, th this is what we're so once again. What's what we're doing is we're just uh, picking some of our pieces and then giving our own descriptives, three descriptive words for what we feel best describes our own writing, and then uh, trying to combine that at the very end to a melting pot of other words and seeing what our you know final three words that really describe everything that we are as a person and as a writer is so that we can be much clearer with our voices. So my first piece is called The Sunken Place, and I'm going to read that for you right now. Deep in the pit of nowhere, falling, slowly descending deep within myself, reaching for air, nothing to hold on to, a place of deep, dark sorrow. Then something strange occurs. My body moves, but I am not the one at the wheel, and yet it moves. As if driven by some dark consciousness, an evil thing, using my body for its own sick pleasures. But I am no puppet, and I will not relent. My imagination burns, I crawl through the dark, at first slowly, pushing through inky molasses, then faster, then at breakneck speed, and whatever demon makes my body move, know that I am coming for you, and you will know. Fear. The end. What are your three words? Uh, my three words for my writing um, is... Are. Are. <laughs> passionate. Dreamlike. And hopeful. Even though it does kind of come off as very melancholy and dark, 
uh, me as a person, I'm constantly trying to find my way through the darkness. I, I have a lot of internal problems that I have to constantly deal with because of things that I've experienced in life that I have to constantly push through. And I try to put that into my writing so that I can use my writing to uh, kind of push forward and, and, and find joy uh, and take some of the, uh, you know, things that really upset me or, or things that I just can't deal with and put it onto the page. Kind of expelling those things. Kind of like when you do uh, yoga or uh, meditating and you're kind of breathing in the good and pushing out the bad. Um, that's really what I want to do is with my writing is push out those negative things but try to have a sense of control and in, in within the out-of-control thoughts and, 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 and feelings that I have sometimes. So that's really why I uh, write is I write to kind of exercise those things and, and I also have so much going on in my brain imagination-wise that I really want to share. So sometimes I'm more whimsical and sometimes I'm more introspective. And uh, that just really depends on the day. And so I have a few more pieces here. I have this next one called Sleepless Nights. And here we go. A heartbeat. It begins low and unnoticed, then quickens. A room enveloped in shadow where you think you are alone, where you think you are safe, safe inside your own head, safe in a dream, safe in your bed, far away from reality, but in the dark, when you think your covers will protect you, will keep you warm, keep you safe while you slumber, they will not. For there is a shadow, a shadow crawling up your wall, onto your ceiling, then making its way down. It reaches for you, claw-like fingers, scratching the paint from your wall, tearing into your reality. You do not notice, but your heartbeat quickens. Even in your dream, you can feel your heart race. Will you ever wake up? The end. <laughs> what did you think of that one, Jeanette? I like that one because it's, it's a, it's, it is a story. It's also a poem, but it's a story. I can see where we are. I can see an actual scene. But at the same time, you know, it, it's metaphorical, you know, because will we ever wake up? I like that this is a scene. It's it's a moment in time that you could really be. I can see it as like a little clip in a movie, but it's also metaphorical. It's, you know, talking about those inner demons that are just kind of mm -hmm. creeping in all the time and how you really aren't safe. And even if you can wake up, will you? Do things actually go away? <laughs> and, and I'm kind of new to poetry. Um, it's something that I discovered recently when I found like a book of free association writing that I had done years ago and um, people were doing poetry in the in the art gallery that we were living at there's a, a, a art co-op we were living in that had an art gallery and I was like you know what I want to be brave and share some of my very very personal thoughts 
And some of them are really ugly and some of them are very beautiful, but all of them just as they are and not being afraid to share. And so I took all of my free association writing and I put it into poetry. And I, I kind of encourage a lot of folks to really put their thoughts and feelings to page. I do very free form poetry. I'm definitely going to start to continue studying poetry more in its different forms and trying to master each of them and seeing how I, my words would apply to that different format. Uh, but right now I'm very free form. So that's kind of, it's just more about what I'm feeling day to day. And I do write these every week on, on the Horror Made blog and of course, occasionally write stories, but lately mostly poems. So that's why I have a whole bunch of these kind of kicking mm -hmm. around. And uh, as most of you know, we do have the every Tuesday on the blog is Horror Haikus Day. So I do have tons of haiku that I've written, um, but I wanted to pick something a little bit more long form mm -hmm. today. There's There's one I think I would like to share. It's an older poem that got revamped recently. I didn't paste it into this but i uh, after your next poem i yeah. think i would like to add and i i think sometimes it's it. kind of uh hard to describe a complete work like a book or a movie or whatever in, in three words and just yeah. you know it's sometimes there's just so many different things going through it but poems are usually very focused so that's why it's kind of easier for us to use this as a jumping off point for the topic mm -hmm. of describing your work all right, so my last piece, it's a little political, but I really enjoy it, and it's very personal to me that I really felt passionate about this topic. So I wrote it in the day as I felt it, and I think that's really the best way to do it. Don't care about how people think about it, just do it. Just write it down. So this piece is called, This Is Not a Story. Real life is scarier than any fiction. This is not a story. Fire hoses with icy water piercing the inky night. Hyperthermia ensues, but no one cares. This is not a story. Frigid-faced men in riot gear firing into a peaceful crowd. This is not a story. Rubber bullets bouncing off skulls like crushing stones. Bloodied heads and bloodied hands. This is not a story. Screams in the night that fall on deaf ears. Blood for oil, blood for money. This is not a story. A native people fighting for every American, fighting for the future of all men, women, and children. This is not a story. They want us to believe it's us versus them, that we are different because of our heritage, because of our blood, because the color of our skin. This is not a story. A pale rider falls from his horse, falls to the ground, and screams in pain. This is not a story. We have one earth. We are one people. We all need water for life. This is not a story. I think that one's powerful and vivid. I'm trying to think of one more word. Raw. But in a good way. <laughs> and I really, you know, it, it's about the, uh, you know, the Dakota Access Pipeline. And I know now that's all kind of over in there in the you know we're they're pushing forward with continuing drilling and all that um, but beyond when you know the core of that story specifically was that people were just being mistreated that that humanity was being ignored and that's a kind of a straight look into my own writing is that I'm very much connected into people being treated as human beings, irregardless of who they are and where they come from. And then you ha I have the other layer of people that don't really have a lot of say in what happens in this country 
trying to push for not only their own future for but for our future as well being um you know hurt and put in the hospital and and given hypothermia and and bloodied and beaten and jailed to protect not only themselves but to protect us and i feel that's a passionate thing so i think passion is is extraordinarily key to finding your own voice and whatever that opinion is popular or unpopular I think it's important to follow those passions and to let whoever you are find its way into your writing because not everybody's going to agree with your, your your view of the world, but the people that do are going to do so very passionately and they will be very, very loyal fans to your work. It's true. Feel free to cut this elsewhere if you need. No, that's fine. Um, Whatever you need. This is one poem I'm still very proud of. I wrote an initial draft of it in high school and then I revisited again kind of at the beginning of Horror Made the blog so eh, actually it was 2015 that this one was posted so yeah that was a couple years ago but I'm still very proud of this poem this one is called Strands of Moonlight Hanging in the corner of the dusty window you can find hidden in the shadows a weaver so clever and so talented that she can take the moonlight and spin its soft silver into string, a string so light that if it were to touch your skin, you would only feel a thin caress of coolness prickling your nerves as it brushes by. This weaver of wonder is nearing her end. She has changed her patterns of moonlight from listing dreams to a swaying bed, ready for her eternal sleep. So enjoy, for perhaps the last time, the strands of spun moonlight drifting in the dark. And I can still remember exactly where this poem came from. Imagine a box, my friends. Now reach your hand in the box and pull something out. What I pulled out of that imaginary box years ago was moonlight. (laughs) And I wrote a poem based on that. That's a fun um, activity, by the way. Just mm-hmm. imagine a box, pull something out, and write something for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean... First thing that pops into your head. Mine was always... I mean, the go-to that my one of my art teachers taught me was uh, to just write what you're feeling, whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to create something physical or you're going to draw or paint, to write something first that you're feeling or a specific memory or anything, and then use that as an emotional context for what you're creating... And you can do that same thing with your own writing is is just take a moment of your past, something real and vivid, and inter- in, either take the whole thing as it is and interject it into your piece or uh, take it as and use it as a basis, as an emotional base for whatever you're writing in that scene if you have to have a scene that's similar uh, for whatever you're creating. But the point of this journey in finding your voice is trying to figure out what your voice is to mm-hmm. make it personal, to inject your personality into your writing and your voice needs to be distinct and personal. All right, so we already read, read our work and, and, and picked our three descriptives, mm-hmm. uh, either adjectives or phrases that describe them. And, and we kind of, you know, tell a little bit why, why that is. Um, one of the next things that we did was we picked five total things um, that we really feel we connect to personally in, in, in regards to writing. And um, that's directly from the Jeff Goins blog course. And that's not something if you do that program, uh, you should definitely pay attention to everything that's in there. I, I recommend all these programs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether the paid or the free version, uh, the Jeff Goins paid one 
is great because you get constant support and you're connected to a larger group of other people taking the course and you're all taking that journey together and constantly learning how to be better communicators really at its core even though it's a blogging course it's a really a communication course how to communicate well and how to be distinctly you in your work the five things we picked are let's see here let's go to Jeanette's I actually remember mine for the most part oh you do well I'm just gonna go to it anyway <laughs> let's see here we go so the this one was pick five things books authors speakers comedians music whatever something that I admire or identify with as far as storytelling goes and then um describe each in three words i did not do but <laughs> well well uh, you can I'll do that now that. and just kind of give okay. a, a general descriptive to you know i don't think i did that either so oh good so here's my five things and i'll tell you why before i try to describe these people with three words one is tamara pierce she is a writer that has forever really touched me her stories have always been incredibly uh, valuable to me i i discovered a beaten up paperback copy of one of her books at a tag sale once and i read it and i was like this is amazing there's this strong like amazing female character in a fantasy novel and up to that point it was always you know there's princes saving the princesses and i as as a young girl was like that's cool i guess i need a prince and then i read tamora pierce's book and went hell no i don't <laughs> i just need myself fuck the rest <laughs> And on that same thought, there's uh, Holly Black has, she has this just dark, luscious style of writing. Um, she writes everything from like kids books to young adult and beyond. But she has this great just uh, kind of, it's like, it's like fantasy, but it's dark. And I loved that because it was something that really spoke to me, especially as a teenager, where I was like, ooh, I can still enjoy fantasy. But now it kind of speaks to this this weird fascination I have with everything that's dark and macabre. And she allowed me to really acknowledge that. Now, on that same thought, um, it shouldn't come as a surprise that Tim Burton is a huge influence to me. And that is his movies, even his like scribbled artwork, his storytelling, his directing. I think all of what he's created has this very distinct voice and you cannot deny that you can look at something that tim burton has created and go up oh, that's tim burton <laughs> he has a very specific voice and a very specific visual language that i so admire and i've always always from like my tiniest sketchbooks at age nine <laughs> been striving to find like that again kind of weird twisted way of looking at the world that's also very playful and that's something that I enjoy about Tim Mr. Burton's work whatever Tim Burton's work um is that it is dark it is vivid it is luscious but it's also just a little weird <laughs> and generally dark and kind of disturbing and I adore that on uh, the opposite end of that spectrum, there is this YouTuber that I am obsessed with on multiple levels. His uh, his channel is Drawing with Jazza, and Jazza is amazing. He has created this YouTube community of artists and, and people who just want to play with art. It's very playful. It's very interactive. And I just love how 
I have already said playful before, but I love how playful he is with his mm-hmm. work. I love how forward he is with sharing like his life because he's also a vlogger. And I really like how he approaches his business and his storytelling as a brand. It's playful. It's fun. It's it's educational. It's art. And it's like, ah, oh, I can't get enough of the stuff that he makes. And I'm just like, I want to make something like you do. Jazza, you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> since, sorry, fangirling. Especially since you're an artist. Because I'm an artist. Yeah. And, and a lot of what I do is very, very visually motivated. Like, yes, I do enjoy writing. I enjoy poetry. Um, but I definitely feel like my storytelling is more motivated through illustration and through art. And I just need to accept that and embrace that (laughs) as part of what I learned throughout this entire finding my voice process was Mm -hmm. my voice is visual and that's okay. Um, There's one other person I wanted to mention and that is Pat Flynn. Um, Again, I, I listen to tons of entrepreneurial podcasts. There are many amazing ones, but Pat Flynn has been someone that I, again, admire because of how he runs his business, because of how honest and transparent he is with his podcast, with his advertising, with everything he does. He's sharing. He's helping all of us grow at the same time. And he is a big inspiration for what I want to bring to this podcast is to be very open with you guys, to be very honest and to really just like help all of us grow to something bigger and better and more of what we want to be creating in this world. Yeah. And once again, all these exercises we're doing right now on air with you guys is basically uh, finding who you relate to as far as the the, the people you read and and, and enjoy uh, that you relate to the most in order to see why you gravitate towards those things and how you're seeing yourself in those works. So to sum all of these people up, very different people, very different worlds that they've built but there's something that all of them have in common that I find is my three words you know that's what I am drawn to I love how creative they are I love how open and honest they are that's two words three words um but creative honest and fun they all bring this sense of joy to what they're doing and to the stories that they're telling. And it's all just incredibly imaginative. And I want to build worlds like these people do. That's how I can sum up my my inspirations. So um, since I'm kind of new to being a more regular reader, I would mostly read comics, watch movies, play video games, um, and just listen to a lot of music and just kind of take in a lot of that emotional content into me and and anything that I was feeling specifically, but people that I admire quite a bit that bring me joy and 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 really help to elevate me, not just describe me, but elevate me and bring out the best parts of me, uh, or describe the feeling I am in that moment. You know, that's kind of who I picked. So my first pick is Jack Black because <laughs> I love to sing his music along to his music constantly. I find him hilarious. And just full of joy and silliness. And I think a lot of us kind of enjoy that sometimes when we're just having a crap day or whatever. You just look in the mirror and you make stupid faces and you sing this stupid song and you're like, or an awesome song. Mm-hmm. And and you just, you know, try to feel 
that joy again, you know, bring that joy back when you're, when it's starting to sap away, when, when life gets too difficult and you're just trying to figure out how to get through everything moment to moment. Sometimes you just got to get silly and that helps so much and it helps to bring back the best of you when you were a kid and, and live it every day and, and not ever let it go because it's such an important part of us. So Jack Black is creative, funny, and passionate. And I really, really see a lot of that in myself. So that's why I picked Jack Black. Uh, the second is Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails that I just love his music so much. It's extraordinarily creative and it's sometimes self-absorbed, but that's okay. Sometimes you have to be all about you sometimes. Sometimes you got to shut out the world and say it's about me and how I'm feeling in this moment and being honest about that. And so he is creative, passionate, and intelligent. Uh, my next is writer Neil Gaiman, who I absolutely adore in all of his forms, uh, both in graphic novels and in his you know novels, his fictional novel novels. And I find his work to be dreamlike, creative, and he's I see him as very passionate. And and I just love anything that feels like it comes out of a dream or a nightmare. To me, it's just my bread and butter. Uh, then I love the work of. Stanley Kubrick, the filmmaker, and uh, just everything he does is just oozing with creativity, and it feels like it was just pulled right out of one of his nightmares, and I love them so much. It's just very dreamlike, and I find him to be very creative and passionate as well, and that's kind of a, a running theme is creative and passionate for me. And lately I've been reading uh, the, this book by Manon Lissette, um, which is... The Ashes of Pompeii and Other Dark Tales, I believe, is called. And I've really been enjoying her work, and I'm enjoying her work on the No Sleep podcast quite a bit lately. And so I'm really gravitating towards her work because some of it feels like my own, and some of it feels very distinctly her own voice uh, that I would never even be able to dream up in my dizziest nightmares or daymares or whatever. And I just find her work to be excellent and inspiring, and I find her to be intelligent creative and very introspective and I really do love um, introspection and just kind of finding a piece of yourself or a, a moment in time and an emotion and creating a story built around that emotion and that's what I can really see in her work is just building your stories around a specific emotion and not even an idea or a place and just letting the story kind of flow. I'm going to be a, doing a written interview with Manila set for the Horror Made blog coming up soon so you know I'll definitely be talking about that when it's ready to go and yeah so i want to go back uh to what was my absolute favorite thing in this whole exercise which was to post on facebook and just say describe me in three words and please do this if you do nothing else in this exercise do this because it will feel so amazing because people will like it, it just it was so much love man it was so much love and I, I responded back to everyone with three words for them. And it was really fulfilling to to hear 
just in three words what people thought of me in in a good way. I mean, everyone was very kind. <laughs> I mean, I would be surprised if anyone was like horrible, ugly, and foul. <laughs> and I like the way you did it better than the way I did it. I, I kind of described people more of why I was doing it because I wanted to, for my own business purposes, to figure out who I was, and I wanted them to describe me so I could figure out who I was before I could figure out what my business is, mm-hmm. or as a as a writer or as a creator or a podcaster or whatever it is. Right. And you just did like the meme thing where you just said, you know, with the describe me in rainbow, three words. rainbow square yeah. <laughs> background with describe me in three words without any context. No and I think context. that's kind of the better way to go because then you don't get they're not you're not giving them any kind of preconceived notions of why you're asking about it. Just yep. you're just asking and, it, and it, it becomes very honest. And I love a lot of your it. Responses. I mean, I got amazing words thrown at me. I'm just going to read some of them. Um, the, the most the biggest one was talented. And then creative, inspiring, imaginative, creator, storyteller, magician, awesome, badass, beautiful, happy, caring, selfless, sunshine, hardworking, determined, passionate, incorrigible, duck-faced, blonde, yoga master. The last three are totally inside jokes, but I wanted to share them with you anyway. And it just, ugh, like it just, it felt so great to know that things that I hope I portray in life, things that I strive for are what people think of me, you mm. know, to think, yes, Jeanette, she's a talented badass. Yes, that's what I'm going for, guys. Just, yes. Um, so out of that, my, the three words, uh, I don't know, should I, the three words that seem to be the theme yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah. are um, talented, sunshine. <laughs> I think it was talented creative sunshine well those were the three i picked because <laughs> i i feel like that actually really does like i'm i talented creative and sunshine because i i may start with a certain amount of talent but i have this i i i also hope and i'm glad people brought it up was that hard working and determined because i'm only talented because i work my ass off to grow these skills that I have. And and guys, don't ever feel like you are not talented because talent may be slightly born in all of us, but that's not where it stops. Talent is only step one. Taking your talent and working on it, that's what's important. Sorry, I just needed to go on a soapbox for a moment because yeah, and I know that so- word is beautiful, but yeah. also laced with this innate like, oh, you're so talented, which means I could never be like that. I am not innately talented. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Work hard. You'll get there. <laughs> we will come to your house and, and bitch slap you and tell you you're awesome. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes you need like a verbal bitch slap for, for people to tell you, shut the fuck up and listen for a second. You're awesome. <laughs> you have, you know, it, it's like basically kind of like finding... If you have one thing you can do well that a bunch of people out there don't know how to do, if you have just one thing that you do pretty well, or you are a topic you really know well or anything, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be entirely creative. It could just be more geared towards your want, your, your likes and dislikes of what you take in every day from social media or movies or comics or whatever and finding what it is that you're passionate about that you know a lot about that not a lot of people know about or not everybody knows about. It's valuable. It's valuable. <laughs> Just accept that you're valuable. So, you know, that we've actually kind of we done we're doing this way out of order, but I think yeah, that's kind are. of fun. 
uh, because I think if we did it in order, it might just seem a little too like snooty and structured. <laughs> not, not very much us. So I want to hear your words, Alex. What words did people share with you? All right. So let's see my words. My words. I have a lot of words. Okay. Three words. 11 benevolent elephants. Is that three words? Okay. 11 benevolent elephants. That is three words. Well, Good job. We're done. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. All right. So the three words that people uh, posted about me. So, well, each more than three words, but they, people were posting three words a piece. So uh, I got kind, awesome, giving, creative, direct, eccentric, nostalgic, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial. That's a word. It is a weird word if you think about it. Entrepreneurial. Friend, artist, uh, passionate, uh, introspective, poetic, loyal, positive, patient, understanding, quirky, creative. And there you go. So the overall and general three that I would get out of those things is giving, creative, and passionate. Hey, honey, guess what we have in common? What's that? We're creative. We are creative. Oh, my God. It's like we're meant to be together. <laughs> what are you doing to your microphone? I'm hitting it with my chin because I got too excited. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, microphone. Sorry, microphone slash ears that the microphone are sending these noises. So, um, yeah, and, and I think this is really good is you're getting these general descriptives. And I think the way Jeanette did it is the way to go is just make a little one of those little weird square meme things where it's just a color background and and put you know describe me in three words and just post it on facebook and leave it alone for like either a couple hours depending on how many friends you got or a day and then come back and definitely make sure you comment i, I like what jeanette did is where she commented you know thank you to everybody but she also described each of them in three words which i should have done but i just said thank you so much and i was just appreciative to every single person that posted and um I probably missed a few afterwards that I just like popped in late, but yeah. you know, I, I didn't put a colorful graphic, so I don't think mine is as eye catching. Um, I I liked responding to everyone with their three words because in it just, I think everyone deserves to, to hear that they are beautiful, that they are creative or passionate or whatever it is or kind, you know, just to hear that every once in a while, we should all hear that every once in a while. So I think my ideal reader or listener, depending on which medium I'm in, um, they are creative, they are passionate, and they are joyful. And that kind of goes in with the sunshine, you know, joyful sunshine, you mm -hmm. know, that it's kind of weird. I'm joyful. Sunshine is not a, an adjective, but it's a good, it's a good descriptive for you. I think, I think so. Cause I'm, I'm just this, I'm kind of weird. Like if you had, if you hadn't noticed yet, I love horror, dark things, blood, gore, and mayhem, and yet I want everyone to feel love and joy and happiness, and I think a great way to get there is all this weird macabre stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, maybe humor is another thing that's important to me, but I, I think my ideal listeners are creatives. They are creating stuff as well. They give a huge... I wanted to say shit, but that's just terrible. They genuinely care about what they are creating, and mm. they find joy in creating they it. Just leave that's... it. They leave that huge shit on your doorstep. <laughs> All the time. And they I'm like, aw, thanks. They leave, they leave it on your doorstep in a bag on fire, and you're like, aw, thank you. That's so creative. Creative. <laughs> but that's, that's who I want to talk to, and I feel like 
right now you're listening i feel like that's who i'm talking to right now since i know at least some of our listeners you are creative you are passionate and you're joyful about it and fuck yeah keep making stuff i just ah i want to throw confetti in the air right now so what are your three words well i mean before i go to say that is just you know yeah share your creative shit with us (laughs) it's it's like you know even if you don't like your work share it with us anyway even if you think it's shit Please share it with us anyway, and and I think it's important to get your stuff out there and let people read it, to not just keep it in a notebook and and hold it close to your chest and put it in a locked box under your bed or something, because if people can't read it, then they can't tell you what they feel about it, because it's really about how are other people going to respond to your words, and, and that's important. It's important to share. Sharing is caring. All right, fine. I'll take the dark secrets out from under my bed. Mm-hmm. And then I will put them back in that box and hide them again. <laughs> okay, so my ideal reader, listener, or whatever, uh, would be passionate, creative, and inquisitive. Yeah. So I, I really want people that are just passionate about their, you know, whatever it is that they do. And I want people that are creative, that they ha- they can think about things outside of the box in their own special, unique way, whatever way it is. I surround pe- myself with people that are very creative in one way or another, just the way they think or the way they, they live their life. And people that are very inquisitive, they want to know about things. How does this work? What's this all about? What's, you know, what's your day like? How, how, how are things going on for you? And, and you know, how does, how does your core tick? I want to know everything about you. And I think that's really what I want to know about people in my life and, and, and people that are if they're li- you're listening to the show or if you're following us on the blog or whatever, I want to know about who you are as a person. I, I really want to connect because I feel like by connecting with other people in a very human level, you're going to be much more honest. And once you're more honest, you can take that honesty and you can put it into your writing. And then it'll speak better to the people who are reading because honesty really does shine through. Take away your mask. Take your mask off and be a person. Be okay with who you are as a person. But Alex, what if I'm just a monster under my mask? Well, then that's what you are, and I'm going to accept you for that. I did marry you, so <laughs> if you want to take the mask off and and, and then we, when I kiss, it's going to be weird and gross, that's fine. It's going to be a lot of tentacles. I will have to get into it. <laughs> Sorry, totally derailed. I, I'm sure you were having the same thought. <laughs> no, but now I am. Oh, good. <laughs> What's next? Um, okay, here we go. So then this next part is questions to ask yourself. Who am I? What do I want to sound like? Who are the people that my story is going to respond with? And here are my answers. Who am I? I'm an artist and a storyteller. What do I want to sound like? I want to sound approachable and motivating I was very tempted to put inspiring in there, um, but I would rather motivate people to create. Who are the people that are going to respond to my creations and my storytelling? Other creators and artists. That's who I want to talk to. That's who I'm fascinated talking to. That's why we have this podcast. Because, <laughs> well, Dan realized that I love talking to other creators and, and we took over. But that's why we're making this. So there are my answers. So who am I? Who am I? Who is Immortal Alexander? Uh, I find myself to be very creative, and I've always been very creative and imaginative. 
imaginative. Uh, I would, as a kid, I would take things apart and see how they work. And then I would look at, I'd watch movies like Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Star Wars. And I would just try to dream up how all, how they put all those things together because I saw a lot of them first time on television and then eventually in the theaters when they would re-release them in the theaters because I was born, you know, a little bit after all that stuff was out or when I was too young to kind of see it when it first came out. So that's why I had to, you know, kind of resonating with these things was because they were just like pure imagination on screen. And anything that was connected to that, to, to the idea of just pure imagination and, and seeing the fantastical and, and new and interesting ways just lit my imagination on fire. So I became very creative because of those around me. I mean, it's kind of in me already, but then I kind of had these things that I, I enjoyed and took in as becoming more part of me. Uh, what do I want to sound like? I want to sound like I'm very knowledgeable. Uh, a lot of times I think we as creators see ourselves as frauds, that we're fakers, that we're trying to sound like somebody who knows what they're talking about, but we don't. And I would, I'm constantly trying to search for knowledge and figuring out how to uh, tell a better story and how to, you know, master techniques so that I'm actually able to speak from knowledge and not from somebody else's knowledge. So I'm constantly learning, and that's right now what we're doing is we're just we're just learning as we go, and we're we're sharing as we as we learn and grow, and and you'll get to see our growth from you know just looking at all the different places we are and see how that's working out for us, and we'll talk about it very boldly and very very directly here. Uh, so you guys can see how we're doing as creators uh, from the education that we went to school for and got gotten whether you know whether various universities and institutions and then from just life in general and sharing all of that that entire journey. So I want to sound like I'm very knowledgeable. And who are the people that are going to respond to my work? I find that people that are very introspective, that want to know more about who they are, and and being inspired by other people being very bold and brazen and 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 you know putting their their brave and putting their their self out there as raw and 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 uh unprotected and just you know vulnerable as we are to put yourself out there to see other people putting their their work out there and being vulnerable and and being open to criticism and still taking all of it in and learning from it the good and the bad and so I want people that are introspective to read my work and to be inspired by it, but also to be inspired to share their own works. What are your words, dear listener? What are your three words? Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, we are going to have a just kind of like a worksheet available on mm -hmm. our Facebook page. Um, more specifically, it'll it'll go on the page, but it might get lost there with the posts. But it'll also go on the Facebook group, and it'll be easier to find that. You can find the group facebook.com slash groups slash ninth story podcast and uh just it's it's a closed group but we'll let you in okay it's a cool <laughs> kids club and and right now it, what it is is basically you're going to look at everything that you've put out there um and and find the three most common words out of all of these exercises we've done and those are your final three words and those final three words are going to help you understand who you are and what is your voice so the purpose of everything we were doing again today is to basically take all these descriptives and try to distill them down into 
three distinct words that describe you as a whole. And that's how you see yourself and how others see you and what do you, how do you see your own work? And also um, asking yourself who you are, who you are and, and, and what do you want to sound like and how people are going to respond to that and, and, you know, what kind of things that you enjoy and people that you listen to and, and read and taking all of those things and combining them to the three distilled ideas that describe who you are. So the final three that I chose from, well, the final three that I got from this exercise was creative, passionate, and introspective. And so, you know, I really want to be, you know, much more knowledgeable myself as far as all this stuff, but I also feel like being creative is not a skill. It's something that you either have or you don't have. Uh, either you're very structured and you're just going by the book and everything's exactly one, two, three, or you can really think outside of the lines. And if you have strong creativity within you, it will come out in everything you do. And it's really great to find a way to tap into that through checking out other people's works and being inspired and, and sharing other people, you know, sharing your own works and, and seeing what people think about it and finding ways to improve upon it. So creative for me is that continued journey of creativity and learning how to be a better creator. Passionate, I can be passionate to a fault, which Jeanette knows. <laughs> I can get so passionate that I just turn into a giant screaming toddler about my own opinion. But that's who I am, and, and that's somebody that I want to be not all the time. You know, sometimes I want to not be so passionate. Sometimes being passionate can be a flaw, but sometimes passionate can be a great um, part of who you are and, and, and really showing that you care, uh, that you're really connected to the world around you and yourself and the ones you love and care about that are around you. And that's how I feel as I'm very passionate about everything and everyone. And introspective is is trying to figure out who am I, who am I, what what is my purpose on this earth, what am I trying to accomplish, what am I trying to do that's important to me, or to the world at large, or whatever, you know. Uh, I mean, starting within yourself and figuring out who you are first, and then finding out what your purpose is and how you can take what's great about you and and share it with the world. That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to be creative. So creative passionate and introspective and my three words out of everything that i've learned today and collected and thought about is talented creative and joyful because talented is something that is in me that i want to really harness and and i don't know I don't love that word, but it definitely is tied to me. And I have to accept that. <laughs> Sunshine. I think um, talented is something that I hope to bring out in everyone. I want everyone to realize what their talent is and to find it in a creative way and express it in a creative way so that they can be joyful about it. And I, and I, I really always find myself awestruck by your creativity <laughs> and where your mind goes and I think that's one of the reasons why we are married and why we I was attracted to you in the first place was how 
creative you were and how joyful you were about creating things that you just seemed so excited to be wherever you were and what you were creating in the moment was always like the greatest thing in the world, <laughs> whatever it was. Always. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I don't always see that in my own work. I, I, I would be, I get so pessimistic about my own work. And then later on somebody, like I perform it and someone's like, wow, that was amazing. Like, really? Really? You sure? And I have a hard time taking compliments from my own work. Yeah. There's um, a comic by Owl Turd Comics. Yes. Owl Turd? Owl, T-U-R-D, Turd. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one where it's like, there's 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 a little person he's holding this ball this green ball that says compliment and he's he's handing it to this other person and the other person's like oh no shucks i can't take that and then the other person's like shoving the compliment at them like no take it and the other one's like no no i couldn't and then the other person holding the cr- the uh, compliment ball is like has a gun now and is like take the fucking compliment also i am sorry i've used the f bomb so many times in we this do have podcast. a warning at the beginning of our show so um but when i get passionate yeah. i use that word a lot say but it, say it a couple of times just take take some ownership of the word enjoy enjoy it but i i have enjoyed it and i have been using use it like a sentence um, I am fucking awesome, and so are you. Like, like we are on a fucking magical adventure yeah. into Wonderland and into our own creativity. It can be such a satisfying word. Like it is. Fuck, fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Just yeah. So, if if you were a young listener, you're welcome. <laughs> you learned a word. Go tell your parents. Don't tell your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I always remember uh, being a young boy, and uh, you know, since my, my my most of my family is from Italy, my parents are, are first generation here from Italy. Uh, when I was visiting as a young visiting Italy as a young kid, visiting my relatives, I would learn curse words, <laughs> and 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 uh, I'm gonna share a very salty one with you guys. It's called Peshtamamata. Don't say that anywhere near a woman. Do, do not ever say that to a woman. And it's some, it's a nasty uh, thing about someone's mom's uh, nether regions. Yeah, it's not polite. <laughs> and I and I thought it was hilarious. I was like five or whatever, three, and I thought it was hilarious. And my mom would get mad, and then but they they brought me around like a little puppy and like made me say it to everybody. And so they would especially his grandma. And then they would like you know hold their mouths and and crack up and pretend like they were mad. But they were like, wow, that's adorable. <laughs> oh, little Alessandro with his dirty mouth. Um, but to reel back in this conversation, <laughs> um, I we, we're going to do a challenge this month. So one month from now, we're going to come back to this topic and see where we have grown. Um, and I, I do challenge you guys to, you know, find our little write up, find your three words, tell mm-hmm. us what your three words are, and then pick a challenge for yourself. So the the goal is to pick an attainable goal in one month from now um, when we have this this additional conversation about our growth as storytellers. And um, my biggest focus right now is to be a to, to get more work as an illustrator, quite frankly. Um, and I think in order to be a great illustrator, you have to be an amazing storyteller. So my challenge to myself is to write a short story and then create a piece of art that encompasses as much of that story as possible. 
It can just be a scene. But in that scene, I need to know who these characters are. Where are they? When are they? You know, the basics of storytelling. Because too often my artwork is very one-dimensional in what's in it. And I think I can push myself a lot further with the storytelling that I do, both visually and in written form. And this is like a 30-day challenge, basically. So 30 days from now, we're going to have a follow-up episode to this where we're going to basically see how we did. And I and, and if you are on our Facebook page, the Facebook group, uh, then we can – and you can tell us what you've done and how you did. We are share that on air as well. If you have like a Twitter handle you want to go by or something like that, that's cool. And um, before I get into my challenge that I picked for myself, um, what I challenge you to do on top of this particular challenge of figuring out what you want to do in 30 days is go for a hike. <laughs> it's a nice, you know, depending on where you are in the world right now, it's, it's starting to get really nice out. Go climb a mountain, go to the top of a hill and a hike and just start screaming out the craziest expletives you can think of. It'll make you feel excellent. That's so random. <laughs> it's 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 more, and not tied to what we were know, talking well, about I, I, at all. I, it is. It is because it's about getting to a place where you're kind of ready to share, ready to be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do. And a lot of us have this heavy baggage on our hearts and souls that we go through these heavy things every day or things we've experienced in life that really bog us down our jobs or life or family or experiences or whatever and sometimes those things hold us back from expressing who we truly are that they become what defines us instead of we as ourselves deciding what defines us so sometimes going and 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 i saw this in a show and it was a good show that you know this kids were going through this heavy stuff and they went and climbed on top of a mountain and then they started just screaming the f word (laughs) and just it can be such a therapeutic word when used to just push out the negative, much like meditation of breathing in the good and pushing out the bad, saying that F word nice and proud and loud somewhere where no one gives a shit and just letting it fly because it just feels good. So now my fine, my, my <laughs> challenge for myself is I was taking a class from masterclass.com on writing and I let it lapse. I got to a point in the course where I just stopped because I was fearful. And now I have to complete that portion of the course, which is to write the first two chapters of my novel in full. So I have 30 days to write the first two chapters of my novel in full. And I will share with the very first chapter of my book on air. It's going to be about three to four pages long, so it's going to be, you know, not too long, but long enough. And and I want Jeanette to share her work. So it might be a little bit of a lengthy episode next month, but that's okay. And we will definitely be talking about what you guys are doing. And if you have something short that you'd like us to share on air, please let us know. So where can they find out about all of this and join in on the fun, Jeanette? So the best place to find it is on facebook.com slash groups slash ninth story podcast. Go join our group. Let's share our journey. And um, if you are a Twitterer, you can also talk to us in short form on Twitter, which is at ninth story podcast. There you go. The more you know, kids. The more you know. I killed them. (laughs) 
there was there was there was like a meme on on, on Facebook where it was like um, a bear with a banjo, like a real bear with a banjo, and it said a little ditty about Jack and Diane. I ate them. The end. <laughs> I love it. So um, that's our little ditty. Uh, I think our question of the podcast question of the day is what will you challenge yourself to do this month yeah so twitter us at ninth story podcast on twitter or find our group and join ask to join and we will let you in there and you can talk to all the writers that have been on our show and you can let us know what you want to do for your challenge for next month we believe in you you can do this Mm -hmm. pancakes (laughs) pancakes Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for listening. (laughs) And extra special thank you to our sponsor, Rode Microphones, for making it possible for you to hear our voices and to hear our journey. You can find more about Rode Microphones and all of their amazing products at Rode.com. That's R-O-D-E dot com. I think that's all we have for you today. Mm -hmm. Banana stickers. Man, you know what? You rock. My socks. But Jack and Diane, I eat them, and that's the end. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.